Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. It is Hopsy Baby Boy. It's your host of the most. Episode number 26. Folks, I am 26 as I record this episode. This is my star episode as a podcaster. Doesn't happen very often. And uh, especially a one-trick pony like myself with this show that I'm going to ride to the skies and beyond. Uh, that's a very big monument. And I think we got to take a moment to... Um, Respect that this could be, again, probably the greatest episode of any form, content, media you've ever heard of. So uh, buckle up, get ready for that, because it's obviously, it's fun to be a part of. Uh, folks, not very good at the uh, social media game, the promotion of this podcast, so you feel crazy. Maybe uh, maybe send it to someone. Maybe, maybe give it a little share. Maybe give it a like. Maybe tell someone about it, all right? This thing needs all the help it can get to get this engine going because, for example, last week, I didn't even fucking, I forgot to put up a post on Instagram to say I, I, I even had an episode out. So d- downloads were a little bit lower. Uh, definitely felt the hit of my lack of uh, marketing management, we'll call it, as a marketing major in university. That's not acceptable for a show of this stature. It's truly not. Um, got my hair cut today. Which is honestly, it's always a, such a joyous occasion. I find it's like a therapeutic thing for a man to do. Um, <clears throat> men get their hair cut quite often too. My, myself, traditionally, I have not um, got my hair cut before I came down here to Birmingham. Uh, probably got it cut like the 15th of December. And I had not got it cut in a calendar year before that. But um, I'm not going to go with that. I'm not going for the long locks. I'm not going for that look anymore. I'm looking to clean things up. I'm looking to look a little more presentable. Um, I think I have a great head of hair. My grandfather had color in his hair when he died at 86. And I think I have a, a replica of his hair on my head to a T. And this man had, he had some nice, he, he was, what he did with that hair. Um, I don't know if that can be taught, if that can be replicated. But I'm hoping that it's somewhere in my gene as well that I can learn how to care for my hair the way he did. And um, I've literally, I feel like I've worn hats for a decade straight. I truly have, and um, it's time to let the locks fly a bit, you know, get a little something up there, a little a little light product, don't be afraid, just a dime's worth is all you need, folks, apparently, right, I like to go a little bit over product, you know, it makes me look a little greasy, that's okay, but uh, just a dime's worth, that's what my hairdresser was saying today, I went to a place, I, I never got my hair cut down in Alabama, it was my first experience there, first experience with um, with a haircut abroad, during a pandemic, it was it was a new scenario for me. A place was called I'm not going to say it because maybe that's maybe that's not what you're supposed to do. Um, it was great though. I walked in though immediately. It was one of those. It's funny because Canada is in complete lockdown back home. Um, everything's shut up. I think a lot of houses have to have you have to have boards over the windows and you have to barricade your doors because the virus is coming in and you don't know which it could be. I don't know. I, I knew a guy that he had his front door locked, but then, you know, he had the back door wide open and I don't know, his grandma got COVID not, not soon after. So the restrictions are obviously a little bit different up North, but down here, it's kind of like, I mean, the pandemic's real down South for sure, but there's not the same lockdown restrictions, whatnot that there are in Canada because everything going on in Canada is just absolutely ludicrous up there. I don't know. We got kids chained to fences. Like I said, I don't know what's going on up there, but that's got to get those restrictions probably should be loosened soon. I don't know, though. I'm not into, I'm not into policy. Remember that I'm just a podcaster. I'm a journalist. I don't do policy. This is not a political podcast. But when they start putting people in, I don't know, like kennels, like dogs, because uh, they're, they're protecting them from a virus, it gets a little loopy. But that's not the kind of news I report. Again, 
So we're going to pull this back to what's going on down here in Alabama. But um, <clears throat> basically, you have to wear masks in stores. And um, that's basically the only real rule that's noticeable. I mean, there's it's not like bars are closed. Restaurants are open. Uh, they seem to be thriving down here, uh, doing very well. Um, but nothing like very noticeable other than the fact you have to wear masks in stores. But some places you go into, like there's certain, like I'll be honest, I'm, I've kind of fallen victim to this, to the peer pressure of you walk into certain gas stations here and you look around and no one's got a mask on. And they're kind of looking at you like, oh my God, this guy's a pussy. This guy's a bitch. He's afraid of the virus. The, he, the, fear is hit, the fear has got him. So then like you instantly just like grab it and just kind of like slowly pull it off your face as you look at the guy. Because you realize that that's kind of a, it's kind of okay for this to happen here. So there's a lot of that going on, I find. But uh, for the most part, I wear my mask everywhere. But I go in and get my haircut today. And I walk in and I promptly notice that no one has a mask on. And none of the people getting their hair cut had a mask on either. So I went with my two roommates. We all got haircuts matching 2.30 appointments at the same time at the same place. So we all rolled up. We go in. We get in basically right away. And we were all wearing masks when we came in. But we all kind of took the masks off pretty much right away. Um, and went on with our day because it just seemed like it was one of those things. You just kind of read the room. But anyways, I quickly come to realize that I think the person that cut my hair was 100% probably infected with the virus. And this, this, this was about two hours ago I got my hair cut. So we'll have to wait and see if she has passed it on to me. But she, she grabs the scissors. She's asking, you know, what do you want to do? Which is always a loaded question for myself because, I don't know, what was it like for you guys? My mother... Um, would until like, you know, your mom drives you to get your hair cut until you can basically drive yourself to get it. And she stops coming basically is how it was for me. And God love Connie. God love Constance Harper. She would be right in there trying to give that hairdresser a little piece for mine being like, yeah, little light on the top. She'd t try and tell him how to cut my hair. And I used to drive me nuts. I'd be like, mom, I got it. But, um, none of that anymore. But when people ask me to get my hair cut now, I'm usually like, um, I'm like, what do you want done, sir? And I'm like, ah, just clean it up. Yeah, give me a little, I want to trim. And they're like, sir, you have uh, hair down to your tits. That was me last December. I'm like, well, okay, no, I want a short haircut this time. I'm going to give your discretion. You're the professional. Um, what do you, what, whatever you think looks best. That's usually what I say to a, a, a hairdresser, barber, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they, I bet you they hate that. I'd love to talk to one and see what their what their thoughts are on that. Like when they ask someone, how do you want your haircut? And you, someone says, well, whatever you want best. I'm sure, that makes their day. But I basically said that to this woman and I had barely gotten that out of my mouth. And she just like, I don't know, she can hear her sniffling, sneezing. And she's like, oh, sorry, I just have to, I have a really runny nose. I just have to go address that quickly. Let me just go wipe my nose. I'm like, okay, no problem. And I don't know, I'm just like, I'm, I think on some situations, I'm kind of a bitch. Like someone might just snap and be like, you know, with the pandemic going on, be like, what the fuck's happening? But not me being cool, calm, collected. Like I said, an independent journalist, uh, I kept things under wrap uh, because I'm always reporting. But, uh, so I just kind of let her come back and then like, I just continually see her like, you know, kind of sniffling and no mask on. And I mean, it doesn't really bother me. I think that I have trained my immune system very well for this pandemic. I get a lot of sleep, get a lot of water, take my vitamins daily. I'm on top of this shit. I'm not afraid of a sniffly nose on the, on the bar, on the hairdresser, but it's a little alarming when you see that. And that's part of your experience. But I mean, apart from that, it was awesome. It was joyous. Um, I got a nice clean cut. Maybe that'll be how I'll promote the pod this week. I'll just take a hot selfie and that'll probably drive viewership even further down than had I posted, but that could be a problem. But um, one thing I always laugh is when you go and they're always like, do you want a shampoo? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want a shampoo. 
like, first of all, I probably haven't shampooed my hair in weeks. Um, but there's just something nice about that. It's kind of like for a man, I feel like that's going to the spa, getting someone else to shampoo your hair. It's an experience. It's joyous. And it's something that I want to be a part of. Um, I would love to hear, um, if you're listening, if you're an avid listener to the show, I have made it clear that I like when people reach out to me. It's fun. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm talking to the masses here, but I mean, some of you are my good friends and stuff like that. When we have topics like this, we know we're discussing, reach out, give me your opinion. I like that. But uh, this is one I'd like people to reach out and kind of maybe tell me your opinion. I've always wondered, and this is something I've always struggled with, and maybe this is part of the reason why I've always continually gone to have long hair, which is, I'm in a way, having long hair is, is, a, is a cheap excuse to say that you do not want to manage your hair properly. Because when you commit to long hair, you're going to go long periods between cuts, um, simple maintenance. You can wear a hat. Your hair gets long enough. Fuck, you can you can cut her up and put her right in a ponytail if you want. That's no maintenance at all. So I mean, long hairs. It's it's lazy. All right. I'm. You know, what do I say? I'm 26 right now. My star episode, episode 26. Yeah, put that in your brains. The 26 episode 26. I gotta start cleaning it up. You know, I want to look a, more, a little more presentable. So that's what I'm doing now. But but how often do you go and get a cut? Crepes, I've seen, I know some guys say three weeks. That seems a little bit aggressive, but I mean, a month, four to six. I stretched it out almost two. I think that's too long, maybe. I was looking a little shaggy because, you know, I don't, I don't get like a really tight cut, like to the wood on the sides or anything like that. So, you know, you get a little bushy around the ears and you really need it. So I think too, like, the long hair, it's kind of going out of style. I think it's cool when, you know, you're a younger kid. I think it's great to get the hair going, get a little longer. But there comes an age you got to clean it up. I think we all we all understand that. One thing that I think I've been, I've been really noticing this is just, has there ever been a, a, t- a time when there's been so many young men <clears throat> under 30, we'll say, that just kind of let that facial hair just fuck off? They let it go real scruffy. I feel like past generations maybe clean that up a bit it was either you could grow of you could grow the facial hair and you would you'd have a nice beard a presentable mustache goatee maybe a fu manchu if you could pull that kind of a thing off few can very few can but a lot of people that have piss poor facial hair these days we just kind of let it go myself kind of included i have a goatee going on right now i sent my girlfriend a picture of it she threw up she sent me a picture of that back and I think, I, I don't know, I don't have a great full beard, but sometimes I like to cheap out and try to get, you know, a budget mustache, maybe, you know, you know maybe a like great value goatee. That's what I have going on right now. But I feel like I've never seen so many people, we just kind of, we kind of let it fly with the facial hair, man. And I think we could hone it in a bit. I think the clean shave could really come back. That's not, like what's going on, is it poor marketing from Gillette and all these companies? I don't know, but... Not a lot of people clean shaving these days. It's very evident. Maybe we could tighten those things up. I'm not sure. But um, it's been a wild week, folks. It's been pretty crazy. I just came off a three and three. Like I, I quickly mentioned that last episode. Last episode was a quick one. I was trying to squeeze in the night before. It was a game. It was the night of a game. I had a game the next day, starting of a three and three, of a a wild circus. I don't think there's uh, other than the coast and uh, maybe the AHL, rarely. But uh, there weren't many three and threes going on in hockey this year, with all the stoppages and the pandemic. I just played in what would have maybe been the first in in hockey this season. So, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, that means three games in three nights. 
We played Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two of them on the road, which is absolutely hilarious. I don't know who's scheduling that for the league, but if you have a team playing three in three in a five-team league, I don't think that it, there should be two of those games should be on the road with travel. That's kind of hilarious. But we had we had one on the road in Knoxville, one at home, Birmingham, on the on the Friday, and then we went back on the road to Macon, Georgia, on the Saturday. Um, don't want to get into the games too much uh, from a technical um, stats um, highlight package kind of a, of a viewpoint. Um, wish we could have got a couple more points as a team, you know, uh, got a couple more wins. But what a grind those are, man. Talk about putting the body in a blender. I mean, myself, I like to barely have two meals before a game. And when you're trying to do that multiple days in a, in a row and then play the next day, it's like you're, you don't have no energy. But then you don't want to eat too much because you don't want to feel bad for the game coming up. And then you can't eat too much after a game in general because then you got to go to fucking sleep. They're, they're tough. And I, and I don't know if you can even get good at that without going through them and finding out what your body wants to respond to. I mean, I always find it so crazy about you see these young guys like tearing up the NHL and stuff and, and performing so well at a high level. And I'm like, man, like I'm 26 years old right now. Not saying I'm playing at a level comparable to the NHL, but I've been like spending my whole life, my adult life, I feel like from you know 17, 18 on and been playing hockey all those years. <clears throat> I feel like I've been tinkering with my diet you know, paying attention to what makes me feel good and is successful for my own diet. And I'm still like figuring it out. And I, in some ways I still have no clue and I feel like I'm still just getting to know my body. But then you can see like some of the things these kids can do. And yes, I, I'll be it. I know they have fucking trainers, chefs, people that wipe their butts, not bidets. They have people that wipe their asses. There's people that do that. That's impressive. But like, I don't have that. Obviously it's hard to do it by yourself. I mean, especially right now, you got fried chicken everywhere you turn in Alabama. It's so good, too. You're not going to not have it. You feel a lot better after you have a couple bites of fried chicken. It's more of a mental thing. So I just find it so impressive. You see what these fucking kids are doing, these young kids. And then I'm over here like, oh. I mean, I feel like I'm doing a good job. I feel like I'm paying attention, trying to do the right things. I've never really counted calories or done anything crazy like that. But I've certainly made an effort to eat right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know wh how this kind of came up, but um, what really what happened this week that was uh, very surprising and kind of came out of nowhere and involved multiple of our childhood idols. Um, Bell Media made uh, numerous cuts this week, and it was honestly pretty shocking to see because one of those involved, uh, first of all, childhood idol Dan O'Toole. Dan O'Toole of Jay's... Sportsnet's Jay and Dan is is just got the axe, and and I know this isn't new news for anyone, but um, immediately when I when I heard this, I knew that this was going to be something that I would be talking about on this podcast because I think um, we can all say anyone that watched SportsCenter, Sportsnet, um, they were unreal in Canada. And for those of you who are not Canadian that are listening to this program, um, two uh, two sportscasters that are legendary and they're really funny from up in Canada. Uh, one half of that show, the Jay and Dan show, uh, just got axed due to cuts from the company. Over 250 employees were axed throughout the country uh, by Bell Media. But this one, in my eyes, obviously being the most shocking. Um, Jay and Dan have been on, on the, as long as I can remember, they've been on TSN. They had that hiatus uh, when they went down to Fox News in California, I think it was, or 
yeah, I believe it was California. And they did that for a couple of years. And that was actually when I first kind of came to really know who they were and, and take interest in them because that was the first time they left. They were always on the TV before. Uh, they hosted the, at the time when they were in their prime, in my eyes, was before they left, before um, they went to FS1. I don't think you'll find many people that argued that, but they used to have the best time slot. And it was like right when you would get home from school growing up, they'd have like the four o'clock, five o'clock, like the, the sports center that would be on right away when everyone would be off work, get off school. It'd be Jay and Dan and they'd be hilarious. It'd be so funny. And, you know, that's obviously a different um, airtime to be doing that. Uh, you have to be good at that job. There was more room for them to be funny because the highlight packages from the nights before had already been out. They'd already been seen. Um, there was just more so like the day's news about the games that were coming up this night and they were kind of like that intermission between when all the sports had come and all the bullshit had already been talked about the night before they were kind of like you know they'd ramp you up they'd get you going they'd make you laugh they were unbelievable i don't think i've ever seen two sportscasters unanimously love so much they had so much respect from everyone it was actually fucking crazy i don't think you meet too many people that would say a bad thing about them but when they made their way down to california to work with fs1 on, on fox sports which is a channel that i just kind of didn't pan out which was very surprising i mean everyone saw the success of jay and dan when they brought them down i thought it'd be a shoe in but i'm not sure if that was the reason but <clears throat> when they went down there that was when i really started paying attention to their podcast the jay and dan pod and i don't know how that'll work if that'll continue to a capacity because they still do it today i haven't listened to it in years but they were the first ones that ever really got me into podcasting uh that was the first show i ever remember listening to i used to listen to it when i'd mow lawns and um, at the time, I remember I used to always try to mow lawns on Thursday. That's what I used to do for a little extra cash, like when I was younger and still living back in Calgary. I would mow my lawn, and then I'd mow my neighbor's yard, and he would usually pay me a couple bucks. And maybe I'd do when someone's across the street too. But when I had an hour or two to kill and, you know, throw the headphones in, and sometimes it's too much effort to continually choose songs you want to hear. Maybe you throw on a playlist, and then, you know, over a course of two hours, you're hearing songs, and you're pressing next all the time. You're, and the next thing you know, you're just skipping, skipping, skipping. So to avoid that, I find podcasts best solution for me. And that was the first pod I was ever into. So this is very sad news. Uh, very sad news. Because um, I don't know what it'll look like for Jay now. He's going to kind of be on his own little island there. He, few people will be able, you know, they're not funny like Jay and Dan. And, and I found in a lot of ways, I kind of was mad at Jay and Dan because they revolutionized things um sportsnet immediately had to get their answer which was tim and sid and i love tim and sid no discredit to them like i i interviewed sid Sigerio. um not sid what am i fucking talking about I mean, tim mccalliffe i interviewed him um and he's a great guy when i was with the lake show he was really great and, he, and the fact that he was the kind of person that has a platform like his and he still made an effort to come on uh, the show i was doing that obviously had a pretty affable following compared to his um, it just shows, you know, he's, he's a good guy, but when I said Sid, he's been fine, canned. So they got rid of Sid from Tim and Sid. Now Dan's gone from Jay and Dan, but, um, Jay and Dan revolutionized it. Like I said, I mean, they, they caused so many more people to try to be funny like that. Um, brought a lot of cringeworthy moments through doing that because not a lot of people could fucking bring it like they could. They were hilarious. Um, two just good Canadian boys and I loved Canadian media and I still do, but, at that point, they, they were in that prime of it where, you know, Canadian content is so hilarious because it's so catered to 
Canada and there's just they were the perfect ones to do it with all the cliches and they were so proud of Canada even when they were down and doing Fox Sports FS1 down there they their podcast was fucking unbelievable and something that if you've ever needed to check it out go way back and listen to those FS1 days when they had like their engineer Jim on there and um, a man who had worked with like crazy musical acts they used to do this thing on the show and I used to think it was um, so hilarious. They, I, I can't remember if they'd call it, I think they call it like five degrees of separation. And they would ask their uh, podcast engineer, who they used to call Engineer Jim, and he had worked with in the music injury. He was like a award-winning sound engineer. for, And he used to, they used to ask him like, randomly they'd ask him like a musician. They'd say like Van Halen or something like that. And then he would have to, if he had like a connection to Van Halen through working in the music industry and he would like say yes or no. And then he, if he said yes, he'd go on and tell the story of what the project was and how they ended up working together and the fucking names they would say to this guy. And he would always seem to say yes was just so cool. And I mean, it was just like so unique, the podcast that they were bringing the first one that I really fell in love with. And it's going to be sad to see. I mean, I hope that uh, Dan O'Toole finds a job here. Um, I'm sure we'll see him to some capacity soon, but it was just so funny. And, and I'm giving Dan O'Toole a lot of highlight here, but th- there was tons of people that got canned. Brent Wallace got canned. Natasha Staniszewski got canned. Um, entire radio stations, uh, one in Winnipeg, like their Winnipeg doesn't have a sports radio station anymore. Just got gassed completely. Um, it's very odd. This all happening five days after the bell. Let's talk bullshit. Um, a lot of the people that got canned are now using that as backfire on them, saying that their mental health doesn't cl- seem to matter, which I mean, tongue in cheek, I guess, like, they're pissed off. I, I don't think that's a good look to fucking fire back at the company that just canned you. I mean, it is what it is, but apparently they got $122 million subsidy for pandemic relief from the Canadian federal government, and there's all sorts of things, like they're apparently looking to increase dividend payments to shareholders, Um just a bunch of things they've announced. Just, just a, It's just an odd time. They're getting a lot of public criticism. And I just think it's funny. Um, Rogers did major cuts in the last year as well. And all these companies are doing the same thing. You know, like TV is not the same as it was. It never will be. Shit, no one knows what's going to happen. Like podcasting is getting crazy. All these fucking idiots are yelling on Twitch. Um, there's a absolute like revolution media-wise, I feel like, happening in front of us. They don't know how to make money off it right now. They don't know how to monetize it. Cause like, I certainly don't watch fucking TV. I, I understand why they do it in a way. Like I'm probably the most, like the, the biggest demographic that could be marketed to by a sports channel like that. My age group, male, yada, yada, yada. And I haven't watched cable in years, haven't paid for it, haven't felt the need to. And I don't, and I will not. So times are changing. It's just going to be fucking crazy to see what happens. And, um, hopefully the project is at the front of that wave. Could you imagine? Holy Moses. Talk about a fucking reckoning. Um, I've really enjoyed doing this. I really am. Um, I've enjoyed getting more listeners down South in Alabama. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, if you're just starting listening, uh, this is, um, we do things a little differently around here, but we're happy to have you. Um, a lot of people reaching out and I, and I really appreciate that. Um, this show has been so much fun and I, am not going to stop doing it. We're just getting fucking rolling. Shit's getting fired up. Uh, we're going to get my buddy on soon. Mark Logan. He is a musician, former professional hockey player, an NCAA D1 alumni. 
He uh, played at the Rochester Institute of Technology, the Tigers, I believe they're called. Won a championship there. Uh, he's he's a good player, good kid, and he's a rapper. I went to high school with him. Me and him used to literally try to freestyle against each other in chemistry class, and he always told me he was going to be busting those beats, and now he is. And um, he's, I'd love to have him on, and uh, we were trying to get him on tonight. Didn't work out, and it's been episodes and episodes since I've had a guest, so I think it's time that we mix one in. Uh, he's going to be coming on, though. It's going to be really fun, and uh, you might hear from him a couple times. Uh, he just had some new songs come out. Uh, so check him out, Mark Logan. He's on um, Apple Music. He's on uh, Spotify. This is not an advertisement. This is a good friend of mine, someone I like to promote. Free ad for him. But he will be on the show. Uh, I was trying to get him tonight, but um, but you know how it is. Those fucking musicians. Sick people. Canada has an absolute cold snap, it seems, this week. But God love it. God hallelujah. Down here in Alabama, folks. We hit 20 degrees Celsius today. I feel, like, I feel like a hot summer night in July for my little Canadian bones, but uh, what does that mean? What, what, what is 20 degrees? Like a 68, I think, Fahrenheit? Gotta remember, Americans are still on that uh, that Fahrenheit bullshit. Fucking drives me insane, but uh, yeah, it was a really nice day here. Great to get out there. Feels so good. Um, Yesterday, I played some spike ball at the apartment, apartment complex. Got out there. Got outside. Wasn't just golfing. Um, <clears throat> felt great. Um, my apartment complex here, a very busy spot, you know? And you got to park very close to other people sometimes. And, I mean, yeah, I drive a Dodge Dakota 2008. It's an absolute mint wagon. But I get... I, and a lot of people would probably laugh when I say that. But I don't want... I don't want people running around it, banging doors off it. You know, we got a bunch of kids at this complex. They're running around like absolute heathens hurling rocks at shit at one another like seriously i don't know what it is with this place but there's just rocks being hucked around like it's it's like their their child's toys it's 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 violent it's got to come to an end i mean i i have a, a car that i'm worried about there's a lot of people with a lot nicer cars than mine they're buzzing around they're weaving through children who are hurling rocks and it's got it's got to stop i was thinking i might just go have to go and might kidnap one not to not because i'm a child kidnapper or anything like that but just to send a message around the complex that there will be an answer to this type of behavior and that uh, simple things like kidnap could be avoided at the complex with with just normal manners don't be chucking rocks around the street i don't want to be going down there and have to see a big boulder i gotta be on alert from that i gotta swerve i got a lady there she's getting oranges out of her cart because she got groceries from Publix down the road and then i gotta fucking swerve into her that can't happen and if, it, if, I have to, if I have to send a message, I'm not saying it's going to be me. Maybe someone will. Something to think about. Everything has, a, there's consequences to every action. Just saying, you got to think about these things. But um, it's so nice out, like I was saying. So nice out. I, I, we're going to take advantage of it, folks. I can tell you that right now. Um, I'm, I'm working on my golf game. I'm a terrible golfer. Holy fuck, am I bad, though. But I just went and bought the three-piece wedge set from Kirkland, that crazy company Costco. You know, that Costco brand, Kirkland, they make everything from granola bars to, God, no headphones. Who knows, waters. They make every, T-shirts, golf clubs I'm buying from them, vodka. I'm drinking vodka. Like, it's crazy what this company's doing. Talk about buying stocks in them, maybe. But, um, yeah, it's fucking... I can't believe it. Just looking back home, at the, can't, people are sending me these pictures. Or they can't start their cars. It's snowing. Boo-hoo. Fucking get a clue. 
makes me sick. I'm so happy to be down here just soaking up the great weather. Actually, actually getting some hockey games in. Um, I haven't heard any news about this, but I'm assuming like the Ontario Hockey League is just postponing. I mean, the whole the whole place is on lockdown order. Are they playing? They can't be playing in the OHL. The Quebec League makes me laugh. They they started on time in the year, but like they're all over the place, absolutely all over the place. I just see like places are coming out of certain like lockdown restricted zones, so like teams haven't even been practicing. I'm looking right now. We've got teams in the queue. Of, there's a team. Ramuski has played 24 games, and um, like a team like Sherbrooke has played 13. They've played nine more games than them. Like, how are they going to continue with this? They're running out of time to make this happen. Are they just going to go by points, winning percentage? I don't understand. Imagine being Sherbrooke. You're 13 games played. You're 1-11. You got three points. It's February, and you can't go to the rink because of COVID. You might have to go back and practice. They're probably like, please end this season for us now. Could be happening all over the place. I don't know if the WHL started. Like, what a shit show. Feel for these kids, man. This is going to be a wild year. Imagine you were trying to get drafted into the junior hockey, into the NHL. You can't even get on the fucking ice. You can't even play. Holy fuck. Let the people go back, man. Like, what's going on? I saw the other day, like, New Brunswick went into lockdown because there was 14 new cases in the province. 14. 14 people. That's half a classroom. And it put the province into lockdown? People can't go to work? I mean, at what point are we going to hold it? Like maybe let's take a log off the COVID fire. Like, yes, it's, it's around, it's real, but fuck me. We can't just stop everything. I mean, at this point, we're a year in. Let's go back to work. Let's go back. Let's wear a mask. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. Sleep extra. If you feel like you're at risk, don't go out. But we're sick of it. We're dying with COVID, all right? Folks, this is episode number 26. This is the star episode of podcasting. This is a big deal. A lot of crazy things are happening. Um, this show, though, as always, is going to keep you up to date and informed on the things that matter, the things that matter to you, the viewer. That's my job as a journalist. That's what I signed up for. That's what I get paid or not paid to do. That's what I'll do. I'm not going to speak on my salary here, okay? That's not why we don't disclose things like that on the air, but it's not bad. It has its benefits, I guess. Expenses aren't bad either. We have a good time. All right. So uh, look for more things, great things. This show, it's not going to stop, folks. Please help me. Do a little help for your brother, Hopsy. Help me promote this show a little bit. Would love it. Give me a like on Facebook. Give me a like on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> I signed up for a whole bunch of new platforms for this show to be available on. And those are slowly starting to trickle and become available. I've seen uh, this show is now available on Amazon Music. Um, it's now available on Google Play. There's other ways to see this that are not just Apple and Spotify. So give it a look. Um, I've applied for these things over the last couple of weeks, but they just kind of randomly get approved as they go. So I'm not sure if uh, you have someone that wants to listen to the show that is not able to listen to it in a current state, the offerings that have been made available, but we have ways coming to them, okay? This show is going to expand. Shout out to my international crowd watching this from overseas, listening to this, my people down in the States. My people up in Canada, we love you. This is episode 26. This is The Project. This show's not going anywhere, folks. Make it your weekly routine. Make it your daily routine. Maybe listen to it twice. Maybe listen to it in reverse once. See how that does it for you, folks. This is episode number 26. This is The Project. This one's adjourned. Thank you so much, folks. We love you.